morning, good morning, good morning. This is uh, March 12th. It's Thursday, March 12th, 2020. And excited to come on here and talk a little bit about what's really going on. Um, so woke up this morning to my news feed, uh, saw uh, both the state of California governor and the president of the United States had within an evening made, both made comments about uh, coronavirus or whatever the hell they're calling it, COVID-19 or whatever. Um, and felt that it was, it was probably a good time to, to mention a few things that I, that I noticed and <laughs> picked up on. So, uh, let's just jump right into it, um, and get going. So first and foremost, let's talk about the COVID-19 or street name known coronavirus. Um, let's just talk about it. Uh, from the numbers perspective. So coronavirus, uh, as of March 12th, um, there has been approximately 4,718 deaths reported worldwide and 38 deaths in the United States, uh, again, as of March 12th, 2020. The flu itself has uh, 291,000 to 646,000 uh, deaths worldwide and 12,000 to 61,000 deaths in the United States uh, per year. So looking at it objectively, uh, coronavirus is uh, a gigantic uh, fear tactic to try and create a, uh, some sort of a, an event, if you will. Um, and so the question that I have been asking myself is why is this so hyped up? We've had, we've had bird flu before we've had uh, swine flu. We've had all these quote unquote, uh, pandemics, um, that have come, come through and, and they never really come to fruition. So is coronavirus the same as that? Or is it different? Is there, is there something we're missing here? Um, and so I'm, I'm going to say that I don't, I don't know. Um, but as far as coronavirus goes, I will say that there's some, some concerning trends that we all have to pay attention to. Um, and, and that's what I'll be presenting on here. This is in no way, shape or form me saying that I know without a shadow of a doubt that these are the events that will take place. Um, it's just me simply saying that based on certain wordings, um, and the actual numbers here and the perception control, uh, that this is having, uh, it's, it seems as if it's more of a mind, uh, a mind control mechanism here. So, uh, let me jump in and, and actually talk about, uh, what I, what I mean by that. Um, so let's say, um, you know, you and I are the average human being, you know, we don't necessarily uh, have the mindset to sometimes understand and fathom how people who actually operate um, in in certain organizations and throughout the world actually think. 
meaning the average person is probably pretty normal um, to the point where they are worried about their family, you know, some being able to provide some food, a, a shelter, get ahead in life, save away, buy a house. That's that's the average human being's day to day thoughts, their job, their family, their community, uh, things like that. Then there's this other group of people um, that aren't necessarily normal human beings, and they do exist. Um, and it's not some secret cult thing. It's it's just simply there's people who feel that they are set apart to control control people's lives. Um, that's different than leadership, um, but when it comes down to it, there has always been opposition to America. There's always been opposition to individual liberties. There's always been opposition to individual freedoms. And so if we sleep on it just because the marketing department for those people has changed up their approach to try and sell the same outcome, uh, then we then we're going to be in trouble if we sleep on that. So that's kind of what this might seem like. And so let me just <clears throat> let me just actually uh, kind of give you uh, some of these things that I'm seeing here. So first and foremost, Gavin Newsom has come on and officially uh, said that we can't have any more gatherings. Uh, no more large gatherings. He's as the governor. He's come out and said, "We are not allowed to have large gatherings," or they're strongly discouraged. But he's getting on national television and or global television now, and he's he's making statements saying, "Don't gather. You can't have gatherings anymore. Cancel your events. Cancel your gatherings." There, and he's using it in. He's using safety, public safety as the reason for shutting down uh, the First Amendment rights that we have. Um, so perhaps there is a real concern. Um, perhaps there's more to coronavirus than we un- than I certainly understand and then maybe we all understand. that it's entirely possible. However, based on the numbers alone, and based on the events taking place, it seems that there's an agenda being pushed. And so whenever, no matter what, no matter what the reason is, whenever someone tells us we need to take away one of our constitutional bill of rights, we have to pay attention and we have to call it out, even if it's just a security measure. And even if it's just, you know, maybe Gavin Newsom's the nicest guy in the entire world and he's just trying to be a good governor. And it's probably that, hopefully. Um, but there is this other kind of underlying uh, potential that if we sleep on, uh, we will be uh, it will be to our detriment. Um, and that is the idea of being able to push martial law. Um, and so to me, that's where this is starting to feel scary, especially when you look at the reality of the numbers, that the numbers actually aren't showing that it's a true pandemic. If this is a pandemic, then why are we not all running around? If the numbers are hundred times more potent with just the common flu, 
why are we not all running around screaming like our chickens with our heads cut off over the common flu? We're not. And we're not shutting down schools for that. And we're not shutting down public events. And we're not shutting down flights and turning off the economy and shutting down everything and tanking everything in an election year uh, prior to going into an election season or a campaign season. We're not shutting those things down over a flu that is 400 times more deadly um, or whatever the numbers are. It's a substantially a lar- it's a much larger amount, right? The numbers we already went over. So the reality is is that based on the objective facts, not the fear, emotions, and panic centers that the news is creating, uh, coronavirus isn't shit, period. Uh, based on the numbers alone. So then the question becomes, okay, so why are they making such a big deal out of it? And if that's the case, and you look at what they're doing, they're shutting down our First Amendment rights, essentially telling us to stay inside of our homes. And in certain countries over in Asia, they've already done that. They've already made it to where you can't leave your home, and they're patrolling the homes, and they have what's called martial law. So... Let's talk a little bit about martial law. What is martial law? What does it actually do? And how how does the government institute martial law and bring martial law into, uh, into existence here in the United States? So let's go ahead and, and hear it from President Trump himself here. Let's go ahead and listen to this. Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. We have been in frequent contact with our allies and we are marshalling the full power of the federal government and the private sector to protect the American people. Our allies and we are marshalling the are marshalling the full are marshalling the full power of the federal government and the private sector to protect the American people. All right. That word we are marshalling the full power. Um, that was the word that made me, my ears shot up when I heard that last night as he's talking about a global pandemic with numbers that are decimals compared to the common flu. But no, it's a global pandemic. And then on top of that, he's using the word marshal the full power. I I voted for Trump. I am a I am a Trump supporter generally. I keep a very close eye on the words he uses uh, because I I do get concerned from time to time. Um, <clears throat> but looking at looking at what they're setting the stage now, setting the stage is very different than the event actually happening. But whenever the stage is being set, we have to pay attention to what they're saying. And so what is what is this concept of of martial law? Um, You know, we have President Trump also getting on in, you know, within the same briefing here um, and getting on and talking about our first quarantines, a.k.a. places where you go if you come from a certain country and you're in that area without being able to leave. 
quarantine is another word for concentration camp. Uh, but they can use different words, like I said, different marketing departments um, or a, a new marketing campaign for the same product, so to speak. Sorry, not different marketing departments. But the that is that is the concern here. I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's no mal intent here. I hope that I am just extremely ignorant to science, probably. Um, but regardless, whenever uh, someone stands up and says, no more congregating until otherwise noted by the uh, governor of the state, you don't have the constitutional authority to mandate that. And so during, and now that's under constitutional law in the United States, which is very different than martial law. And so the only way that these individuals could ever take away your ability to peacefully gather, to have all of your, all of your bill of rights actually valid still the only way they can take away those rights is if they implement martial law. And the way they implement martial law is through an emergency. And so if they can create a large enough, a large enough scare and a large enough quote unquote emergency or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, then that's where these people can start to implement uh, martial law. Or they could essentially call in <clears throat> martial law in the name of safety. And in doing so, uh, they are able to suspend your entire Bill of Rights. So that's the worst case scenario. Um, and I hope that it's completely paranoia. <laughs> I I really hope that this is this is just simply like another bird flu or a swine flu or whatever we've had come through where they, you know, within a handful of of months, it's it's pretty well taken care of and uh, we move on from it. But there's fear mind around this thing like I've never seen it in my adult life ever. There's too much fear around it. Irrational, unreasonable, panicky, uh, cultish, shame you if you don't think about it the way that the news tells you to think about it type of fear-based control. And, you know, and then coupled with, you know, driving around and there's a noticeably, there's noticeably less people out. You go to a restaurant, it's empty compared to what it used to be. People are afraid. And there's legitimate fear that is being stirred up. And then these politicians know very well how to use that emotion to meet the ends uh, that they want. So um, that's that's really what we're what we're up against here. Um Martial law is is not something to 
uh, want. It is not something that as free individuals we should ever strive to implement in this country. To me, it's it's an an abs- it's an absolute last resort, uh, and even still, might not even make sense. So when we, I, I mean, it's it, what they're doing here is they're using something that is less potent than the common flu, and they're creating a boogeyman to manipulate the entire world. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that this is the end of it, that it's they shut down some ports and things for a while. There's a blip in the economy of 10%, and we we move forward. I hope that's as, as deep as this... Uh, this fear brain starts to go right now as the American people and specifically here in California too, as the American people and Californians and around the world, as we wake up and as we speak our minds and as we don't allow ourselves to be silenced, uh, based on fear and perception of what other people might say or think about us, Um, I hope this has been somewhat eye-opening and hopefully balanced enough to where it's not super paranoid. Um, There is legitimate threats to your freedom and your liberty and your safety in this world. Um, Whenever someone is trying to take away something that you are entitled to from God in the name of safety, you should be very, very cautious. Um, Most of the time, people's intentions are very good, and those people are generally good. Um, So hopefully that's what plays out here and what prevails. Um, God bless. Be safe. Um, Don't be afraid. Have faith. Faith is the antidote to fear. Not courage, but faith. Um, And good luck. Good luck.